Welcome to the Higher Life Ministries with Reverend Rex and Pastor Ade Inka-Smith. Wow, listen, we want to welcome you to what promises to be a great service. I know that you are going to be greatly blessed. Now we're going to go into God's Word. This is the Authority Chronicles, uh, or these are the Authority Chronicles. And today I believe that this is Authority Chronicle 12. Alright, now there's a great deal of truth to be shared. So we are going to look at Authority Chronicle 12 and the main subject in this meeting is really your role. In fact, not just your role, your resolve to live your life here on earth and not tolerate the presence of the devil anywhere around you. You say to me, Pastor, are we becoming too devil conscious? Well, the truth of the matter is that until you unseat principalities and powers around you, the devil is content to, to let you carry on doing what you're doing while he continues to occupy his place of rulership, ensuring that your efforts amount to nothing and that you are unable to unseat him or to stop him from doing what he's doing. So this meeting, this service, really wants to focus on our resolve because I believe that that resolve is what will propel us into the actions that we need to take. We never need to tell anyone, you've got to take this action, you've got to be praying, you've got to be prayerful and push them into prayer. Well, if you do that, and keep pushing people into prayer, you know, that will only work for a short while before they will get into prayer and not know what to do there. But if you have a resolve that you, you will not tolerate the presence of the devil, you will not tolerate any form of spiritual government that is not Christ, you will not tolerate any kind of influence from the enemy, then that will propel you. It will cause you to begin to find the ways to take the enemy down from your health, from your family. The devil has no business occupying your family, occupying your marriage. So many marriages all over the world that are being governed by the enemy, both Christian marriages and non-Christian marriages. You know, people's emotional health, people's mental health, uh, people's children. We are not talking about demonic possession here. We are talking about an atmosphere we are talking about uh, influence, the ability of the enemy to take a position over a home, over a family, and perpetually influence the, the, the activities and the experiences of that family with spiritual wickedness, to influence them with difficulties and with pain. So that's what we're going to be looking at. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, first of all, I, I want to just remind us or make something really clear to us here. There's no difference, or should I put it this way, the only difference between the Garden of Eden yes. and today yes. is the presence of devils. Wow. Wow. The only difference between the Garden of Eden and our regular Garden life today, today yeah. is only the presence, the presence of, of devils. devils. Yeah. Wow. That's the only difference. When God created all things, it was good, it was perfect. Yes. 
and everything would have stayed that way had the devil had the devil not stepped in it is the presence of devils the presence of the kingdom of darkness that has changed everything wow you know now we we have come into a world we were yes. born into a world full of darkness full of oppression yes and we have known it to be the norm it's, it's normal for us now. And that's the reason why you find out that a lot of times, even when we've gotten saved, we accept it. Yes. We tolerate it. We tolerate it. it. It's okay. We, we conform. Yeah, it's part so of life. It becomes our reality. Yes, yes. The activities of the devil, we conform to we it. We conform to it. Not consciously, mm. unconsciously. Mm. Mm. Okay. You know, and a lot of times you find that as believers, we are pleading with God to come and take his place. Yes. Lord, come and take your place in my life. Come and take your place in my finances. Come and take your place in my marriage and all of that. Yes. But the truth of the matter is that until we take our place, God cannot, cannot take, his, take place. his place. You know, because it is you and I, as sons of God, who will, like you always said, drive the devil out, evict the devil, devil. That's it. and give the throne back to God. Back to God. God cannot take this throne until we have done our part. Until we've done our part. You see, the reason why God cannot take the throne, God cannot take his seat in government and rulership, yes. is because that's the way he created it in the first place. Yeah. He created man to take that place. That place belongs to man. To man. It doesn't belong to God. Mm. Neither does it belong to the devil. Wow. You know, if we backtrack a little bit and go back to the garden, yes. now we're talking about, you know, making it clear to us how important it is for us mm. to rise up. Yes. You know what happened? before God created man yes. was that God has had a dream mm. his original intention yes. was heaven on earth on earth, that's it in other words, God looked at the third heavens mm. where, he's, where he lives, where he reigns where he rules, yes. with all the peace yeah. all the beauty and the excellence of that realm yes. and desired to have a terrestrial heaven terrestrial heaven so first there was a celestial heaven and, he wanted, and then he wanted a terrestrial heaven so he wanted to replicate the the realities of the third heavens of the celestial heavens in the terrestrial world terrestrial world in, in case you're wondering what all this means celestial and terrestrial basically a spiritual so to speak and a physical, and physical. a physical world he wanted a physical heaven, heaven. Yeah. Here, on earth. here on earth so what he did was created man Yes. Now I will I will in quote make myself terrestrial. Terrestrial. You know, so he created man. Let's make man in our own image and likeness. Likeness. Wow. And then let him have dominion. Just over, like just like we have the dominion in the in the, in the celestial wow. heavens. Let this man that we are creating in our image and likeness have dominion in this terrestrial wow. heaven. We've got to we've got to backtrack a little bit. First of all, you started to talk about celestial heaven and a terrestrial heaven but you went on further to talk about he wanted to be a terrestrial god so in so doing you've got to hear this he created man he created man so watching us this morning you need to understand that you are the very result of god's thought in fact not just thought you are the result of god's desire to be god here in this physical realm so when he looks at you, he's trying to see a God here in this physical realm. Yeah. Wow. So that's why you see when God created man, yes. he, he created him dead. Created him dead. Dead. And then breathed himself into, into man. man. Not oxygen. 
life. He breathed himself into, into man. So that man rose up as the God of this world. Wow. You know, now, then God did something else. Yes. He took of the beauties and the realities of the celestial heaven. Yes. And made it physical by creating a garden. A garden. You know, and then put man to be in charge of that garden. Yes. Yeah. And then God said to him, turn to this garden. Mm. And you know, we talk about the expansion of his kingdom. Yes. In the same way, man was supposed to expand the garden. That garden to cover the whole yes. earth. As he grew, as he multiplied, yes. he, he, he was supposed to take the garden with him outside, everywhere. everywhere. Wow. So that the garden of Eden would fill the, the, earth. the entire earth. Yes. Wow. You know, now, if you, if you see again in, in the scriptures, when the genealogy of Jesus was being written, recorded, Two people there were referred to as sons of God. One of them was Adam. Yes. As a son of God. Yeah. Every time God shows up as flesh, yes. he's referred to as the son of God. The son of God. Wow. Every time God shows up in as in the as flesh, flesh yes. he's referred to as the son, as the son of, of God. God. So that's why you have Adam, son of God. And then you have Jesus, the son, son of God. God. It was literally God. It was, it was literally God. Up. Yes. So when we talk about the manifestation of the sons of God. What we're actually talking about is the manifestation of God himself. himself. Wow, 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 wow. You know, I still have to go back to that point. He wanted not just to be a spiritual God. I don't want to use the word celestial and terrestrial. He didn't just want to be a spiritual God. He wanted to be a physical God, so he made man. Do you understand the implications of what we're talking about? So there's a huge responsibility. You know, the devil came and, and like we also said, yes. God intends to fill all things. The devil intends to fill all things. all things. Both of them have decided they will not cohabit. Yes. Yeah. Now, when the devil saw that God was out yes. to create a terrestrial heaven, a physical heaven, yes. the devil stepped into the picture. In other words, saying to God, "You will not have your terrestrial heaven." Wow. This wow. is this is the this is the battle between between both between of them. God, God and the devil. He God has not relinquished his dreams. His dreams. And the devil And has the devil been. is holding on to his place. You will not have your terrestrial heaven. You will not have your physical heaven. Wow. It is not going to happen. Now, what decides who wins at the end of the day? The, day. the manifestation of the sons of God yes. gives the victory to God. To God, yes. The lack of manifestation of the sons of God gives the, the victory, victory to, the devil. to the devil. It is not the demonic princes that decide who wins. No. It is not the human principalities of darkness no. that decide who wins. Yes. It is, the, it is either the manifestation or the non-manifestation of the sons of God. Let's talk about that so that it becomes clearer because we're going to weave all of this into us rising up into that form. You know, and I'm glad that you established the fact and we're going to look at that scripture in Romans chapter 8 and I believe it's verse 19 if I'm correct about uh, the whole earth crying, waiting, eagerly expecting the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, you started to touch on the subject of it will either be the sons of God rising up or the absence of that form of the son of God, what we call the sons of God, you know, that will determine who wins. Now, talk to us about that in itself. Because when you hear that, people are saying, so what do you mean, you know, is it more people getting born again, or this and that, or it is us coming into the awareness 
of the original plan that listen i came in here as god literally we are god in the flesh praise, praise god yeah. well talking about that it's definitely not more people getting born again yes obviously all of these things are results they will be the outcome yes of the manifestation of the sons of god yes yeah but when we talk about the manifestation of the sons of god yes we're talking about you and i as believers yes coming let me put it this way first of all mm. returning back to that place yes. where god put us at the beginning Re returning back to the place where we were created mm. see we were created somewhere we were created in the, on the heights. Yes. We were created on, on this particular dimension. Mm. You know, we had a, a certain consciousness. Yes. We had a certain authority. Yes. You know, we were created in a certain place as gods. Mm. You know, now, you see, the thing is this when man fell, I'm talking about the manifestation of the sons of God. Yes. When man fell, yes. what happened was that man fell from sonship into slavery. Slavery, yeah. Now, the where there are slaves, where, where, where mankind was in slavery, mm. you could not have sons. No. You cannot be sons and slaves at the same at time. At the same time, yes. You know, and so Jesus came and obviously purchased man back, right. brought us right back out of, the, out of slavery, yes. yeah? so that sons could rise again mm. unto God. Yes. Now, you know, as long as we still maintain that slavery mentality. Mentality, okay. Yeah. It will be impossible for us to go back there. To go back to that place. To that place. So we need to abandon that slavery mentality. The mentality, so again, using the word consciousness mm. comes in very strongly. Yes. But then again, you see, I, I, it, sometimes when we talk about consciousness, mm. it still takes our minds back to our thoughts. Thoughts, yes. You know, it, it still it still brings us into the realm of intellect. Yeah. Where we think it's just okay, yeah, yeah, so I believe, I know I'm the son of God. That's it. You know, <laughs> and then we think, so what next? Yeah. But it's not just there. All of these things are so spiritual. Yes. We, we need to understand that. Let, let me let me backtrack a little bit back again. Okay. Right back again to the garden. Yes. You know, when the devil came to Adam. Yes. Eve in the garden. Mm. He began to talk to them. Now, you see, we need to first of all understand something. When God speaks to us, yes. when God speaks to man, he's not just communicating words. He's also communicating himself. Himself, that's correct. In the same way, when the devil speaks to man, he's not communicating words only. He's communicating himself. It's corruption. Yes. All that he is, his nature. Mm. So that's why you will see in the garden yes. that when he came to Adam and Eve, and then he said to the woman, has God said you should not eat of all the fruits and all of that? And then the, the woman began to converse, began to converse with him, mm. and he said, "You will not surely die." Mm. The moment the woman believed that, yeah. the woman, the, the moment Adam and Eve believed that, mm. yeah, something happened. Corruption set in mm. even before they ate the fruit. Before they ate the fruit, because they communicated with. Because the they communicated with the devil, and there's proof there in Genesis. Mm. You see, first of all, the Bible talks about. Then, after he communicated with them, they looked at the tree again and they saw that it was good for food. You remember the Bible tells us, all that is in the world, love not the world. Yes. Not all that is in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. He that loves the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Yes. And not of the Father, but of the world. Yes. And you will see those three things in Genesis. Yes, oh, definitely. Yes. They saw that it was good for food, mm. the lust of the flesh. flesh. It was a delight to the eyes, the lust of the eyes, to be desired to make one wise. 
The same pride that was in the devil, had how you wanted to be, had been communicated to them. Wow. Corruption had set in. So something had been lost. The nature of God had been lost. The likeness of God had been lost. Yes. So when we talk about the manifestation of sons of God, it's not just a mental consciousness, a mental remembrance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's going back to the likeness of God. You know, obviously it, it includes the consciousness, you know, but it, you know, I think one of the, the series we talked about holding on to divine encounters. Yes. And staying with them and allowing them to run their course. Yes. And that's because when God comes to us, mm. He's bringing Himself. Himself. We must allow. We must allow that process. To, to it's not just. It's not. It's not just an intellectual thing. Mm. Otherwise, um, um, religious leaders, uh, uh, professors of, of theology, mm. would have been there already. Yes. So it's not an intellectual thing. It's allowing God to communicate Himself right back to us. To us. We lost Him mm. in the in the garden. He's trying to communicate. He's trying to come back. He's trying to communicate himself back to us. Wow. So this needs to be allowed. Allowed. Then there are two things that I want us to uh, revisit, which we started this meeting with. That you made a statement that the only difference between the Garden of Eden, right, and modern day life is because of the presence of the devil. I want us to deal with the subject of believers not tolerating. The presence of the devil in our today's garden because the truth of the matter is in this world today where we are it is actually the garden of eden corrupted by the devil or occupied by the devil and the believers resolve right we've, we've i think we've spent quite a lot of time talking about our consciousness as yeah. sons yeah. sons of god this garden belongs to us what do we do now right Sin, I don't want to use the word, what do we do? Now that we have come into this knowledge, it is time for us to wake up and recognize that in this garden, we can flush the devil out of the garden of Eden today by prayer, by coming against him in the uh, field, in the place of battle, and driving him because he needs to be removed. If we remove the devil from our marriages, our marriages will be like the garden of Eden perfect peace and a is to be desired a dream you cannot imagine if we remove him from our finances we will never lack god will meet us at our point of need every in fact we will live in abundance just like it was in the garden of eden if we remove him in the different areas of our lives as sons in order for us to be able to carry on with the business of expanding this garden or expanding this kingdom because we can't be expanding a corrupted kingdom which is what we are we seem to be trying to do to expand a corrupted powerless kingdom where sickness the devil runs rampant no one can challenge him i want us to talk about that this morning the believer rising up beginning to take steps beginning to act beginning to get up we cannot tell you what you need to do because once the resolve is kicked in or should I say, once it kicks in inside of you, right, you will be, if you have to physically push the devil out, you will do whatever you need to do to get him out. Praise God. Yes. Like you said, we cannot tell anyone what to do. Yes. I, I'm going to be br brutally frank with, yes. with us this morning. You see, really and truly, if you do not desire it, it's over. It's over. If there is no desire. Yeah. 
to get the devil out. Church, you need to hear this. You got to say that again. Yeah. If if we don't hunger for it, yes. If we are not panting after it, if this is not really what we want, mm. then there's nothing anybody can do about it. Wow. You know, I think one of the one of the challenges we will have in this area is in us being satisfied with little things. Mm. You know, no, Reverend, just take it easy. I just want to be able to buy my house. Just I just want my bills, to pay my bills. To survive in yes, case, and get know? through and get through life. You, you don't know? care if the devil has has taken up position. Yeah, no, if he's a rulership as, as over your life, you let him just allow me to have my peace. Yes. A little bit here and there, and I can. You know, if if we have that mentality, that mindset, yes, then obviously we sold out already. We have sold out already. It's like allowing the devil to stay in the master's bedroom. Yeah, you said you said one room is okay for me. How many rooms can I sleep in at a time? At a time. It's all right. Let the yeah, devil yeah, just let be in the house. Let him take the whole house. Yeah. Just give me my one room in peace. Wow. You know when we shouldn't tolerate his presence at all. At all. You see, that's why I started talking about God wanting a, a, a physical heaven. Yes. Because you see the thing for me, for me, it is more of what God wants. Yes. Now, if the devil is afflicting your health or your finances or your marriage mm. yeah the, the right the right way to deal with it mm. is to see that he's attacking the will of god yes the plans and the purposes of god not, not just you not just you so it's not you trying to ah get your point you know, you. So, so the fight you see the fight between him and god yes you know he's trying to afflict god by afflicting yes he's trying to make sure that this terrestrial heaven you talk about it will go further and further away and that should suppose that that should get us that out. is not just a personal matter about me no yeah it's, a, it's bigger than me it's bigger than you as i mean i am involved in something greater than me yeah yeah you know so that god for me to know that god is counting on me yes it's a big deal it is a big deal you know that god cannot have his way cannot have his will cannot have his dreams without my without me and then all i want to care about are my own dreams Dreams and my well-being. My well-being, yeah. And so, if you get all of those things, then it stops yeah, there. Yeah, then it stops there. Then the enemy can be left alone. Can be left alone. Yeah, yeah. What about God's will? Yeah. Contending for the will, of, the will God. of God. And you know that's why when his disciples asked him, "Teach us how to pray." Exactly. He didn't waste time. Yes. He didn't waste time. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Mm -hmm. That should be the priority. It's of been. Everybody. It has been the desire of God from the beginning. It will always be His desire. And it is where we find our heaven. That's it. You know, so the thing is this: if 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 God's heaven yes is manifested, yes, it is even all the better for us. For us, because that is that yeah. becomes our reality. But a lot of times, as we've said about childishness, yes. we don't see beyond our noses. No, we only see our own immediate world. That's it. How to conquer? Yes, just my own, my own, my peace. Yes, you know, you know. But, but God wants to, you know, but God wants to use you and I to to achieve His dreams, not not just to be a blessing to you. Yes. But to be a blessing to all around you. All around you. And even to be a blessing to, to God. To, to, to God. Get, you know, it goes back to what Jesus said. Uh, take no thought for tomorrow, what you shall eat, mm -hmm, what you mm -hmm. shall drink, and all of that. But seek you first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God, God and his righteousness. righteousness. So all you will see, it, it's just that we have, you know, intelligently ignored certain things of the scriptures Secrets. and not placed emphasis on them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we will see that all direction goes back to this thing we're talking about. We're talking about. Wow. It's not about us. You know, yeah, you, you okay. So God blesses you with long life since that's what you want, yes. and you live for 150 years. Then what? Then what? The devil is yeah. The whole 150 years, the devil is still in charge. In charge. He's still God's having kingdom, his way. God's garden of yeah. Eden cannot grow, yeah. cannot become you know, a reality. Cannot still be occupied. occupied. Yes. Still occupied. Being messed up. Wow. Yeah. 
So, so for me, that's the key thing to know that God wants a terrestrial heaven. And I he must still rise up and, and play my part. Play part. Because if, you know, yes, it's what I want to. I want us to also major on this morning. You know, playing my part, playing my part in this big goal of God. You know, to have His kingdom, His desire to be, to have His terrestrial. Let me put it, Godhead on the earth, His physical gods. You know, roaming in in songs. You know. And to have that is heaven on a physical heaven here on earth and to drive out the enemy you know playing our part rising up now and beginning to act on that resolve i will not allow the devil anywhere i find him yeah um speaking of that yes one of the things that i would say right is first of all we need to be satisfied with results yes not with fame not with people knowing Yes. That it was you who did this, it was you who did that. But first of all, just be satisfied that God has his way. God has had his way. You know. Now, if we come to that place here, yeah, mm -hmm. where that is our satisfaction, that is our trophy, yeah. that's our prize, that's our reward, yes. to just see that God has his way. Mm -hmm. Now, when we see that, you know, talking about playing our part, yes. we can decide to be more active by taking on things. Taking on things. You see, you, you see a community that is plagued yes. with violence, violence, maybe knife crimes. Mm. Quietly take on that. Take on that without anyone knowing. Without anyone it's, a, knowing. it's a transaction between you and between God. Between you and God. You, you said you said to yourself, this this can be stopped. This, this is the stopped. devil. Yes. This this is not the heaven that God wants. So you take on that community, that neighborhood. Because we tend to take on things that only benefit us. But yes. Which self is really governing and not the will of God, the desires yeah, of God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you, you take on something like that. You know, sometimes you, you may even see a marriage being placed somewhere mm -hmm. and take on it. Take on it and begin to pray. Everywhere and anywhere we recognize the presence of the devil. We must, we must allow a war to erupt. Yes. Just take on it quietly. God will know, the devil will know. Mm -hmm. you, your, your neighbor may not know. The person living with you in the same house may not know. But those concerned, the devil yes, and, and God, God, they know what's they going know, on. They know yeah. what's going on. They know what's going on. And the no change is going to be yeah. imminent. You know, so if we begin to take interest in things like this, first of all, let it not be always about us. Yes. This is this is one of the primary things when it comes to sonship, when it comes to the manifestation of sons. Yes. I want to talk about real quick in the area of even coming to that place where you want to take on the projects of God the heart of God, the will of God, and say, Pastor, okay, fine, this is what we need to do, I'm ready. I want you to talk about the place of prayer as the field of operation to execute this will of God, to execute the, you know, I like what I heard today. Someone was saying that God has to be your biggest audience, right? To stand before God, take his will, chase out the enemy, out of wherever catches your mind, wherever you are, the role of prayer in this, in yeah, this okay. work. First of all, you know, we've said before that a lot of times believers see prayer as work. Yes. And as a result, they run from it. Yeah. But, you know, can I just change your perspective a little bit? Mm. Those who run from prayer don't run from prayer because they think it's work. Because they wake up every morning and go to work. They go to work. Wow, wow, wow. So they don't run from prayer. They don't run from prayer because they think it's work. They run from prayer because they don't really see the benefit of prayer. They don't see the benefit. Nobody needs to tell you how important your job is. 
before you your bills have told you that already yeah yeah you know so you want even if you hate the job you hate the job you may be crying and going to work you go you are frowning you are smiling it doesn't matter yeah some people go with a huge headache mm. they still go they still go you know so it's not just because we think prayer is work it's it's you know seeing the benefits understanding what you can accomplish in the place in the of place prayer. of prayer wow. one of the first things i learned thank god for that yes. when i when i first got saved which really helped me back then in school yeah. is to pray mm. one of the first gifts let me call it a gift mm. you know that hit me was the burden to pray, pray. Yes. i would do anything to pray to pray i would go to you know so some prefects who had those small rooms to themselves and plead with them for a time i think i also experienced the same because i was i used to go to the field mm. and people thought i was crazy because you see me by the goalpost and i had a bottle of anointing oil and I was only 14 years of age, mm. three day fast, then we didn't used to drink water. Yeah. When we yeah, fasted, yeah, we didn't yeah. eat nor drank water. Yeah. And age 14, crying for the anointing to change and to make impact mm. upon mm. that college, which we eventually did. did. Yeah. Till this day, there are people that came out because of the life we lived yeah. and the sacrifices we made in the place of prayer. Yeah. They came out as, you know, pastors and all yeah. sort of people, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, so, so it's important to understand the benefit. There was, there was one particular term in school yes. where I told myself that I would talk to God more than I talk to every human being put together. Wow. And I did it for that whole term. Wow, wow. More than I talked with my classmates, my teachers, everyone in the dormitory, everyone. I talked to God every day more than I talked to everyone put together. And, and I know what came out of that. Both for me, for my class, for my house, for my family, I know what came out of that. It is first of all seeing what you can actually accomplish yes. in the place of prayer. And what is actually going on. Yes, what is going on. The spirit realm is more active than the physical realm. realm. You know, what a pleasure. I mean, personally, just even for the fun of it, mm -hmm. to just drag the devil out, out. whether God has any interest in it or, or not. not, just for the sheer fun just because I can do mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. To drive him out of families, drive him out of homes, drive him out yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And you know the interesting thing? Wow. The interesting thing is this, when Jesus came, he yes. took the keys mm. back from the devil yes. and gave them back to man. Yes. And that's the reason why he, the devil cannot stay when you ask him to leave. To leave. He, because he leave. the keys are not in his hands. Wow. You are the one with the keys. So he cannot stay if you insist that he leaves. Do you know why the devil continues to why well, in fact why he continues to stay in any location? It's because people are not praying. People are not yeah, challenging yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not just talking about praying yeah, and praying empty no, prayers. Yeah. People are not challenging him. So he sits down, crosses his, his, legs. his legs, have ice cream, mm -hmm. while you carry on carry with religious on. activities. Can I can I say this? Yes. You know, a few days back I was, you know, talking with God and, yes. and he was getting me to realize something mm. that in every territory yes yeah whether it is a land or a family or in every territory it is the church of god in that territory yes. that sold that territory out of the wow not even the unbelievers no not the, the church, church stopped being the church yeah, stopped being the church the, the un unbelievers are i don't want to use the word i don't want to use the word um, <laughs> immaterial when it comes to these things it's the they, church they don't, they don't matter they, they really don't matter you know this uh our time is is so far gone but we've got to say this you know you, you have as a believer you have to wake up to begin to pray this this life is more than your needs your wants your dreams uh, and, and whatever else you are after and your peace of mind the truth of the matter is that it, it's 
you you have a, a major role in a bigger in something far bigger than you you fit nicely into what no one else god himself cannot accomplish what he put you on this earth to accomplish so i think it's high time for believers to begin to wake up to take on these things that they are hearing that everyone is hearing and to act on them so that the glory of god the presence of god can be made manifest on the earth it's, it's like we said before and we'll say again god is counting on us he's counting on us that there's nothing that the heavens can do without the earth you know, it's, uh, it's important that we can come to this place as believers. Yes. Where, like we've said, it stops being about us. You know. You think about it. You know, your your personal life, your own one life is yes. beautiful. You have all you need and all of that. And then you go. After maybe a hundred years, ninety years, you leave this world and then you go. And then the generations keep going further and further into darkness. Darkness. The darkness gets thicker and thicker. Mm. Wickedness prevails all the more. Your life is supposed to be, or it's meant for something bigger than you. Bigger than you. We need yeah. to start to think. Yeah, we, you know, I think every one of us should come to, the, to that place where like Esther, we say, if I perish, I perish. If I perish, I perish. I'm going to give God, this is what it means to give God your life. Mm. Sometimes we, we say, oh, I've given him my life. Really? You're giving him your life, and it's still about your dreams. Yeah. It's still about your desires. It's still about what you want. You're giving him we your life. You to start to think about the glory of God. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're pretty much at the end of this service. So much, <laughs> we didn't even scratch the surface. But I just cannot help but go back to that original statement you made. There is no difference with the Garden of Eden that Adam and Eve was in and our current life except the presence of devils that have occupied everywhere. Because there is a tendency for us to think we are becoming too devil conscious. Well, why won't you be devil conscious when he's the one causing all the problems? Praise God. We need to start to act to evict. And we've talked a lot about this in prayer school. And, um, you know, it is important that you start to open your mouth and not tolerate the devil in any area of your life where you find the influence of darkness. Praise God. Because I, I say any area of your life because that's where to start. You know, drive him out. And you find out that as you grow in that area, you find out that as you change people's marriages, people's homes, even a neighbor that you may not even be in good terms with, yeah. as you change their lives, there is a hunger for a greater sphere mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to bring in the glory of God, the will of God, drive out crime, drive out prostitution, drive out yeah. pain from people's lives. Yeah, yeah. When, it, when it comes to the manifestation of sonship, we grow. We grow. You remember in the wilderness, yes. when Moses was setting judges, yes. some were set as judges over 50, 50 some yes. over hundreds, mm. some over 200, some over, you know, so there's, there's growth. Yes. And that's why you're right when you say to start with our own lives. You know, it's a very good training ground anyway. Yeah. You know, you, you use that to build you, to build yes. yourself, yes. To, you know, in, in this realm that we're talking about. So that when you begin to reach out to the to the other, to the bigger territories, yes. you know, of your neighborhood and, your, and all of that, you, you'll find greater ease yes. in, in, in walking, greater dimension of freedom in walking in this authority that we talk about. Wow, you know, because I experienced a great um, 
victory in my own personal life recently where I unseated the enemy and I truly saw him fall like lightning and my whole world changed and it just propelled me to want to take on the country. The, the Lord said to me, do you understand what you're about to do? I said, if we die, we die here. I would rather die than to have the devil's presence tolerated around me. Never. That I have come. That means he must leave. There's no two of us living together as one. Praise God. But I think we've got to stop this morning. Now, we didn't read any scripture, so I want to read the scripture of uh, we talked about in Manifestation of Sons, Romans chapter 8. And I believe that it is verse 19. I'll read it for you. It says, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. The whole earth waiting for the manifestations or a manifestation of, of, of God in the flesh. He's looking for us. You know, we were created, it was we were part of God's dream to become God in physical form. That is who we are. I think I'm going to leave it at that. Praise God. Once again, thank you so much for joining us and being blessed by what you've heard. I wish I could go over the points again, but I'm not going to do that. Adam and Eve, the garden, today's life being the same as the garden, except for the presence of devils, praise God. We talked about God wanting a terrestrial heaven, not just a spiritual one, a physical one, you know, and he went about creation and all the desire to expand that, all, so much was said. This is Reverend Rex and Pastor Yika saying to you, today is the day of victory. Amen. God bless you.